What's going on, folks? This is Daniel, aka Artisan Colts, and we are here on God's Glory Podcast. God's Glory. What's God's Glory, bro? God's Glory. We are His glory, and the glory is His. Um, something been weighing on my heart heavy lately. The message of more. The message of more. This is to all the folk who who want more, who see more. Who are striving towards more and maybe um, everything not going out as you envisioned it. You know what I mean? But uh, before we go into the message, we're gonna um, we're gonna open up in prayer. God, thank you for bringing us here this day to whoever's listening. I know that you work through any and everything, God. You say in the scripture that the earth is yours and the fullness of, the fullness of meaning everything that's in the earth. So we thank you, Father, for how you're about to work. Display your omnipotence, your omnipresence, and speak to whoever's listening, God, to 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 whatever they may need. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Alright. So this message right here, the message of more. Man, this was on my spirit so so heavy. God, God was speaking it to me, and then um, he had me send it to the homies, like, cause he cause he said he said he said they needed to hear it too. Like, man, like I feel like so much of us like we're striving, like, and we're stuck in this striving position to where like. striving but it's like we're on a treadmill you know what I mean like we're not we're not getting nowhere and um I was praying and pondering and um I was sensing a block like in all of our lives and uh this block is not something that you wait out you know it's, it's certain seasons where like you're in just a season of patience you know what I mean learning patience and and waiting for things to unravel, but this is not that type of block. This is the type of block that takes initiative to actually overcome the obstacle. And um, I feel like a lot of us got got it mixed up, the action that we're supposed to take, you know what I mean? So we're stuck striving and we're stuck, we're wasting our energy and our efforts on the wrong things. So we're tired when it comes to actually taking the initiative that we need. And um, the initiative I'm talking about is uh, the work that you need to do internally. You know, I believe that God is calling us to do some things, let go of some things in this season, separate from some things in this season, um, to part ways with some things in this season that we've been holding on to all too long. You know what I mean? And a lot of times um, we can get so comfortable we can get so comfortable um, in these things that we we literally justify ourselves out of alignment with where he's called us and what he's called us to. You know, so I just want us all to ponder on those things, even if they seem small or big, like what has he called us to let go of? It may be some vices, it may be smoking, drinking, it may be some people you need to separate from, it may need to be some 
things that you've been doing that you need to separate from, but like, what are those things that he's called you to do that you can feel it on the inside, but you kind of like justified your way out of doing it. You know what I mean? And um, I want you to know that like, actually identifying and then walking in it is is two different things. You know what I mean? And working on yourself can be hard. But um, yeah, man, these are the things that's holding us back from the next level that God has called us to. And um, a lot of us were searching for the next answer when we didn't even respond to the last answer that God gave us. You know what I mean? So picture if you're just talking to somebody and they give you an answer, they 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 give you an answer to your question and then you just shrug off the question and then go to the next. It's gonna feel like you talking to like a wall, you know what I mean? And God has already given a lot of us like the answer that we need to take the next step in where we wanna go. You know what I mean? But we haven't responded to the answer. And, um, Holy Spirit speak. But, um, a lot of us are walking and striving and we want the same outcome as God wants for us. That's why we see all these things. We see these visions, these dreams. But it's not the same process or the same way that God wants to take us. You know what I mean? And God spoke this to me and I just want to speak it to you guys because I think it'll help. But um, what if God wants to help and guide you in a different way than you want him to? Than what you long him to? What if the way in which you long for him to help derives from a scar or malnourishment that you didn't receive. So what if the way in which you're longer for God to help you <laughs> derives from an, your inequity? What if it's inequity base? What if God wants to lead you in a whole different way to the same destination? You know what I mean? But your striving is actually rebellion against what he's called you to. The way he's called you to walk. You know, we all need to realize, like, God is God. And it takes submission in order to walk with a God. In order to even call somebody God, Lord, the ruler of all. It's very submission in the name. A lot of us, a lot of us rebel, you know, because we want to keep our ways. We want to, we want to keep some of the guys around and and still move toward that same destination. But we gotta recognize that God knows us better than we know us. He can see our hearts better than we can see our own hearts. You know what I mean? So trusting in him more than you trust in yourself. 
and actually walking in that, that can be hard, but it's a necessity in order to get to those God-given visits and dreams that he's called you to, because you got to recognize, like, God is imparting those dreams and those visions within you. So if he's imparting those visions and dreams within you, you don't take God-given visions and dreams and then try to make it happen in your own accord. You know, you got to depend on him and his way after he gives you the vision and dreams. It's like he giving you the blueprint and the roadmap. Now he giving you the construction team and, 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 the, and, the, and the know-how to build the house. You feel what I'm saying? So, um... I just want us all... I just want us all to um, ask ourselves these questions like the question we must all ask ourselves is is it worth letting go these things that you're holding on to are they even worth letting go to you is the comfort worth letting go is your comfort worth letting go you know what I mean but a guidance but to recognize like where your actions have you and why they're keeping you in the same space you are you gotta ask yourself is your comfort worth staying you feel what I'm saying or is it something that you can let go to strive toward these visions and dreams that you have you gotta ask yourself which one is greater and which one is more important to you where you're going or where you're at Is your understanding and knowing worth letting go? The need to understand and know everything. Is that worth letting go? You know what I mean? Because this walk with God, you, you're not always going to understand everything or know why he's doing everything. You know what I mean? You're not going to fully understand why he's calling you to let go of some stuff or let go of some people or separate from some situations. You're going to be like... God, but I've had these things with me so long, but can you trust him enough to let go and move forward? Um, is your vices and your ways worth letting go? You know, everybody got their own vices. I was talking earlier, like, it may be smoking, drinking, it may be uh, sex, pornography, you know, it it could be it could be it could be different things, but different outlets. You know what I mean? In which you release yourself. Um, it could be people. You know, is your vices and your ways worth letting go? Like I was talking about earlier, your ways can oftentimes contradict the way that God wants you to take the process He wants you to take. You know what I mean? So your ways could be rebellious. To, um, to God's way that he has for you. I want to share with you guys. I want to share with you guys a scripture. Uh, it's 1 Samuel 15 and 23. 1 Samuel 15 and 23. I'm about to turn to it in my book. 
I have the ES, ESV version. The first Samuel 15 and 23. I probably should have typed it in my computer. That would have been easier, huh? Let's see if I can find it fast. Samuel 15 and 23. Okay, I found it. First Samuel 15 and 23. It says, For rebellion is a sin, is as the sin of divination, and presumption is as inequity and idolatry. Because you have rejected the word of the Lord, he has also rejected you from being king. I want to read a different version too. For those of you who may not understand that version. I'm going to type this one in the computer. says right here for rebellion is as the sin of witchcraft and stubbornness is as inequity and idolatry because those has rejected the word of the Lord he hath rejected thee from being king that's the King James version you know good that was real clear you know King James ain't usually that clear but uh maybe it's just the spirit speaking to me give to you one more version for the people who may not understand still for rebellion is as witchcraft oh yeah here they got the different versions right here oh hey it says, for rebellion is like the sin. No, that was the same version I just read. Hold up. All the other ones talk about divination. And I don't want to go too deep into that. session but first Samuel 15 to 23 for rebellion is as witchcraft <laughs> a lot of us practicing witchcraft against the Lord and those small things that you that you that you justify yourself and to keep on doing you're actually practicing witchcraft against the Lord. But in then expecting the vision that he gave you to become manifest. That's powerful. I just want to stop there because 
understand like having something in your life so long that it becomes like a part of your life like you wake up to it you go to sleep to it I understand like some things I have let go of like some things I let go of like when I stopped smoking like I've been smoking since I was 12 so like when I stopped doing that like I just remember waking up feeling empty without purpose initiative you know what I mean even though I still had the same dreams it was like a big chunk of my life was missing but on the other side of that we gotta be willing to take those couple steps in the desert before we reach the oasis the water you know what I mean we gotta be willing to tread a little bit with that empty space until the spirit can fill that space until we can get past that space you know what I mean and I wanna and I wanna I wanna pray real quick Holy Spirit to all of us who are letting go of some things who are fearing letting go of some things I just pray that you fill that space within their hearts you fill that space within that horse. In Jesus' name. Amen. I hear the Spirit saying that the thing that you're worried about that's keeping you in your rebellion and your sin is the same thing that He has worked out already. He just needs you to trust in Him. And that kind of goes with the letting go of the knowing and understanding need to know everything and understand everything. That intellectual spirit. He already has it figured out. Just lean on him. If you really call him your God and believe him to be your God, then it's okay to lean on your God. Yes, a lot of us are practicing witchcraft and don't even know it. On a side note, if God is calling you to do some things, you know, to anything that he's calling you to do, some people may not be something he's calling you not to do or separate from, but something that he's calling you to do, like to get in your word, to join your local church, to pray more or to wake up and spend some time with him, whatever it may be, whatever he's calling you to or telling you to do. You know what I mean? It's, it's the same thing and we got to recognize that The God our creator gave us all that we have. So for him to give us everything, but in turn, everything keeps us from him. Just, just, just listen to how that sounds. 
he gave you everything, but you, but you let everything, but you let everything suffice as an excuse to not come in his presence. We give God our smallest portion of our days, but still expect him to give us everything, even though he is loving and faithful and graceful and merciful. Just look at what you're doing. Just picture if you had a partner and you gave them everything and they continually gave you their worst portion of the day, their worst self. They gave you five minutes and then felt obligated to experience all that you have for them. I'm just saying, man, like, it's going to take, like, open eyes to see what I'm trying to get to you guys. Like, spend some time with God, your creator. If you really believe and know him as the creator, the creator of the earth, everything in the earth in the fullness of, why wouldn't you give him none of your time? Why would you let one day pass by and you don't try to spend some time with him? You don't try to get in your word. You don't try, you don't try to pray and give him thanks. You don't try. When literally everything is in his hands with a snap of a finger, you can have nothing. Why does it take pain and distress in order for you to come to him? Why you let a spirit of busyness come over you and keep you from him? I know all too well, oh, you, you, oh, you, you, you too busy for me. I got something for that. And with a snap, he can, everything that made you busy can be over with. You know what I'm saying? Then what? Now you can spend some time with me. I got to take everything you got for you to spend some time with me. So I can't bless you and you still spend some time with me. Y'all starting to see like why some of us are in the same place. Like, oh, I can't even bless you and you spend some time with me. You see what I'm saying? So yeah, man, to whoever's God's calling to connect with him more, connect with your father, man. Connect with your creator. Um, yeah. It shouldn't be, it shouldn't feel like a chore or something that you, that you have to do. No, I mean, it should be something that you want to do. And on that note, I want to share another scripture with you. Psalms 37 and 4. Delight yourself in the Lord, and he will give you the desires of your heart. Don't that just correlate with all that we've been saying? 
Delight yourself in the Lord, and he will give you the desires of your heart. Spend some time with your Father, your Creator. Not out of obligation, but out of desire to do so. For seeing him for who he truly is. that scripture again Psalms 37 and 4 delight yourself in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart to me and hear my voice trust in me all the blessings that I have in store for you are incomparable to anything that you may experience to letting go or any pain and suffering you have experienced thus far blessings that I have in store for you are incomparable. Don't fear the repercussions of following the Lord. Say that one more time. Do not fear the repercussions of following the Lord. The very thing that you're worried about, that's keeping you in the space and the place that you're in, is the very thing He already has figured out. Trust in Him. Lean on Him. Let go if you need to. Pick up some things if you need to. Whatever he's calling you, and everybody can feel it on the inside. They know that one little thing, you know what I mean? Whatever he's calling you to do or not to do. Go ahead and do that. You see the dream, you see the vision. That don't mean you see all the steps and the ways. Lean on God for that. And let go. And let God. You hear me? Um, I want to share with you one more. One more scripture.
share with you guys one more scripture. Matthew 16, verse 24 through 26. Verse 24 through 26. Then Jesus told his disciples, If anyone will come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. For whoever would save his life will lose it. But whoever loses his life for my sake will find it. For what will it profit a man if he gains the whole world and forfeits his soul? Or what shall a man give in return for his soul? For the Son of Man is going to come with his angels in the glory of his Father. Then he will repay each person according to what he has done. Truly I say to you, there are some standing here among the body, among believers, who will not taste death until they see the Son of Man coming in his kingdom. I just want to read that first part over again. Then Jesus told his disciples, If anyone will come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. The cross in which Christ was crucified on. That's where he died to his flesh. That's where he died to his way. You know, in the Garden of Gethsemane, Jesus, he was he was praying and he was he was bleeding out of himself, praying that if this cup should pass me, let it. You feel what I'm saying? But he had to submit to God's way. The God in him and above him. Even Jesus did it. If anyone will come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. For whoever would save his life will lose it. And this this is really the cream right here. What they call it, the cream of the crop. But uh but whoever would save his life will lose it. But whoever loses his life for my sake will save it. That don't have to mean like your life life. That could mean like the things that make up your life. So what it is some people he may be calling you away from. That you need to separate yourself from some things, some vices, like we was talking about, like the sex or pornography or the womanizing, the drugs, the liquor. You feel what I'm saying? That could be anything, but what are some of the things that's making up your life? You feel what I'm saying? That's what he means, like, for whoever would save his life will lose it. 
all the things that make up your life right now that got you so comfortable, if you want to say that, you might lose the vision, the dream, the thing that he's calling you to. But whoever loses his life for my sake will find it. For all the people striving, starting in this journey, you're going to find it. And he got you. Don't even worry about the details. The details are his to worry about. But once you start taking those steps, he got you. He got you. He ain't gonna let you fall in shame. When you're doing things the right way, when you got it alone in his way and not your own, keep on trooping. Spend time with the Lord so you can get direction and have the faith and the trust in him to take that step. You'll find when you look around that you ain't the only one in the desert. You ain't the only one taking those steps. Feeling empty, feeling alone. You'll find that you ain't the only one. So yeah, man, the message of more to everybody who's looking toward more, who, who know more is supposed to be coming, who know this might not be it, or look at what he's called you to do. He's trying to lead you, so let him lead you. side note <laughs> he sees through us into our heart and intentions better than we see ourselves you can't fake the funk I love y'all let's pray out God thank you for bringing us here this day we never take your word or your presence for granted this is your humble servant just being obedient in what I do. Allow my voice to speak to whomever. And I thank you for all the people that this message has impacted. Thank you for all the people that's watching this day and that's being changed. The glory is yours. And we are your glory. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. I love y'all. This is God's glory. Remember, we are his glory and the glory is his. Peace.